This is the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the goddess astrologer and soul coach. If you are here, it is because you are divine feminine soulpreneur. And come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. No one ever taught me how to be myself. They were teaching me how to be what they needed me to be, what society wanted me to be. Your worth and value are not about what you do, but about who you are as soul. I'm here to connect you to the power of who you really are. Book an astrology reading at thegoddessastrologer.com. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jutotep, the Goddess Astrologer and a Chemical Initiatrix. This episode is called Why Does Wisdom, Wisdom Matter? I'm taking a, I'm taking methylene blue now and at night, particularly for my teeth. And, uh, and it's interesting in what it's doing to my tongue to be able to speak. So yeah, that's happening. And it turns your mouth really blue and your teeth, but it's gone by the morning and it turns your pee blue. So I heard about that, but it didn't happen to me yet. And then one day it did. And I was like, my pee is blue. And then it turns green. <laughs> because urine's yellow, right? So, um, rainbow urine in the morning. Yay. <laughs> so, why does wisdom matter? Let's get into this episode. I talk about wisdom so much on this podcast and everywhere, but why does it actually matter? Like, why do you want wisdom? Wisdom is, is knowledge that we use. Because we have a lot of knowledge, but do we, is it actionable? Does it help us? Does it serve us? Does it make our life better? Does it manifest our soulmate relationships and our money and our dreams and our happiness and our joy and the fun that we want to have in life and all the creations and the amazing work we want to do in this world, our craft? Is it not, it is not a concept, wisdom is not a concept that we understand but never implement asking everyone we know for an answer or help or complaining to anyone who will listen wisdom is something different than knowing concepts it is actualized life experiences that provide you understandings that make you savvy efficient artistic that make you inspired and able to be safe within, to be edgy, to be provocative. Wisdom makes you secure and safe. It makes you abundant and in flow with having. Having money, having the relationships you want. It makes you confident with other people and magnetic to soulmate relationships. It makes you intriguing because you understand what others do not. Wisdom is useful because it is knowledge that you act upon and utilize in the moment as you need it. And it is what people pay you for in your soulpreneurship. Where knowledge is not something you put into practice. Knowledge is collected information, a filing cabinet, so to speak. Where wisdom moves you out of the way of harm and into the way of opportunity. It guides you and saves you. Wisdom is what you use to be effective in your soulpreneurship. It is 
what you use to heal others. It is what you use to counsel, guide, mentor, to teach or heal or clear, to educate, inspire, or uplift, whatever it is for you in your business. It is your hard-won prize for going through the challenging experiences. You get a payment for your passage through that pain, loss, and challenge. You collect the coins and the fuzzballs and the cherries like in a video game. You receive an understanding that is actionable and teachable. You teach others through your transmission, which raises others' consciousness and shifts their paradigm. You, through your difficulty and pain, alter your difficulty and what you gain, the wisdom you gain from that, alter the morphogenic field where everyone now has access to the epiphany and the enlightenment. Much like emotional labor, experience is off little valued. Society and culture value it so little because it is no longer understood because of the way the culture lives. We have not retained the teaching of our wise elders, our wise ones, and now we are meant to become the wise ones So we can, as humanity, raise the next generations to know what we know so they can grow to greater wisdom than we have because that is how our species, humanity, continues to grow in consciousness and advance forward. Rather than regress as we have for thousands of years. Emotional labor, a lot of people don't understand emotional labor. We just think of physical labor. Customer service people, for example, they use a lot, they do a lot of emotional labor to effectively come with an energy to that call every single time, no matter the abuse and the yelling and the frustration, annoyance getting projected all over them and emoted all over them by the customers. It's a lot of emotional labor that is, that is, done and paid is not reflective of that at all right and so that's what i mean by emotional labor and experience the same is devalued in our culture and the overculture in society so experience needs this resurgence and its value to be a great coach i must understand any situation that my clients might be experiencing If it were not for many, many wide and varied experiences in my life, I would not understand what I do and be useless at helping my clients. It is the wisdom I've gained from living life, truly going out into life to have experiences and learn and grow. And so many people are really hiding in that Scorpio South Node, Scorpion Hole right now, not going into life not connecting and we need to do the opposite we need to grow we need to go out into life we need to have experiences we need to connect 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 with each other i've worked nearly every type of work from shoveling cement to working in an office to vending at massive trade shows to working in bars I have cooked food and been served in fine dining restaurants. I have eaten with indigenous peoples and cooked over a campfire. I have skydived and jumped with someone that had 2,500 jumps. And I have sat with a homeless veteran in downtown Memphis rolling cigarettes. 
I have had friends commit suicide, and I have overcome an existential crisis. I have been in, in prisons visiting inmates and pen paled someone for 20-some years writing handwritten letters. I have traveled all over our country and climbed mountains. I have been in planes and flown planes. I have been in traffic towers, traffic control towers, and went into the tightest crevices in a dark cave. I have raised children and taught two children how to ride a bike, and I don't have children. (laughs) All those experiences were around and in between people. I had to talk to people from all walks of life and nationalities. I've driven a cab, which definitely put me around all different kinds of people and attitudes and internal issues and value systems. Waiting tables for years did that for me too. I have danced at every type of dance event and been to thousands of concerts, meeting new people everywhere I go. I have talked to thousands of people in the last eight months. How many people have you talked to this year? How many people have you talked to this year? If you have a business, this is an important question. One of these sales gurus from way back in the day when sales was a lot of knocking on doors and mailers and flyers and things like that, he, in his 80s, 90s now, and not too long ago I saw an interview with him, and he said, what I would do different is I would meet more people. I would talk to more people. That's what I would do different. And you know that he talked to hundreds and thousands of people because he had to, particularly when he was doing it that way back in the day. And so him saying that says a lot. And a lot of my clients come to me with, with issues with sales and marketing and audience and these things. How many people have you talked to this year? Because sales takes building relationships and connections and meeting and talking to people. I want to open your eyes and expand your awareness of what is possible and how valuable experience of lived life is. All your experiences, what it teaches you, that you could never fathom that it's teaching you, the fears that it eradicates for you and dissolves, what you learn, the inner strength of courage and resolve and self-worth and self-knowing that you develop through interaction with other people. I have walked over 1,500 miles in one year. And when I, when I did that, I would kind of be in these two or three forests that I particularly liked. And I would talk to people in the forest that I came upon. One woman and I, we did a walk together. I branched off. Wasn't really my people, but I, I put myself in that situation. I talked to her. I, I learned how to talk to somebody. And I also learned how to understand my vibe and who I vibed with and who I didn't, who I wanted to be around and who I didn't. One million miles in my life I have driven, probably easily more than that. I have driven tractors and four-wheelers and motorcycles. I have swam in cricks and jumped off cliffs and been sailing on the Atlantic Ocean. I kissed a lover by a fire on the beach and fell asleep under the stars. I have been to rainbow and oneness circles and bars trades and know, I know Reiki and ancestral clearings and access consciousness. I have developed my own way I do energy work and energy healing, energy medicine. I have been on 
the dean's list and got a 4.0 in college and I've studied eight different systems of martial arts, rare ones. Really, really feel grateful for that. And I've taken care of dementia patients and snatched a butter knife out of one of their hands just before she could put it in the toaster. (laughs) Narrowly avoiding electrocution. I have been a vet tech and popped out cat bladders and sewn them up with sutures. Sutures are really, really fun, by the way. They're so fun. I could just like, probably not every day or many days, but I could spend a day, like a good solid day one day, just doing sutures on bloody people. That would be so fun. I don't know what it is, but they're really fun. I have made a girl cry playing tag football in the sand and had... And I've had a sign literally drilled into the wall behind me and my friend where we were sitting that stated all the rules because I had broken so many. (laughs) That was hilarious. It's still funny. I've coached over 200 women for free in the last two years. Divine service. Very different from spiritual business, from your soul business. Divine service are different things. And Spirit's calling you to do divine service all the time because you get value out of it too. And when you deny doing that, you're denying the value that you get from doing divine service. And sometimes they overlap, your spiritual business and divine service, and but they are two different things. 200 women for free coached in the last two years, two plus years. And I'll tell you what that does for your money game it's very, very, very good for your money game. You start to really stop getting so butt clenched about money. You got to loosen up and wiggle the spell of money everywhere it is in your consciousness. I just did a great video about this on my Instagram at Peace Hotep if you want to check it from the other day. Because money is a spell in the culture and it's been used to disempower you and keep your frequency low. And it's been used to divide humanity and to make us fight over something that is not real and doesn't even exist. And people conflate their self-worth with it and value. Money has nothing to do with your self-worth. I have done hundreds of connection calls and meetings. I taught myself my press handstand and trained acro and had a wild soulmate relationship to my boy and I have rode horses and done some cutting and been trail riding in Wisconsin and beach riding in California. I have helped women up off the floor and into their walkers <laughs> when they really did like help. I've fallen. I can't get up. It was real. It happened. That was really rewarding to help this woman up off all fours, just crawling around the hallway for hours trying to find someone that could help her get up into her walker. And I didn't play around, you know, I just, I knew how to help her instinctually, intuitively. And also from all the experiences I'd had before that in life, I could help her while my neighbor was clueless of how to help her and was trying. But I came out of the elevator and saw her. And because of all my life experience before that, I was able to help her. And she needed that person to walk out of that elevator that moment. Just like you've needed somebody, I've needed somebody in a moment. And it's like, oh, I'm so glad that person came out of that door and saw me in that moment, right? All the experience I had in life 
led me to be able to do that, to know what to do. And also all of who, like who I am, I had the strength to lift her up as well. Right. So we discount our experiences and disvalue them. We don't understand what they offer us, why they happen, why they're so important. And I've held doors open for people and let people in line in traffic and walked away from fights and stood up for myself in battles. I have done PR work and got my martial arts instructor in the newspaper and created four businesses in my life. And I have maybe more, but I think it's four. But I have renewed people's trust in others through my dedication and love for caring um, caring for people's homes and animals in one of my businesses. And I've gotten kicked out of Six Flags and grocery stores and probably somewhere else I can't think of. You know you're speaking your truth and being fully yourself if you are getting kicked out of places. I worked at an organic farm and made friends with alpacas and I've been kissed by llamas and done hours and hours of community service. I have, with no money, got myself into shows and onto planes and into trips and experiences. There is no excuse for why you can't go live life. I worked on Bill Street, and I've met many, many famous musicians, some now dead. I have seen some of the great, great musicians and been to crazy festivals and traveled these lands and written thousands of thousands of words. I've written poetry since I was eight years old and reading voraciously since then as well. I have read my poetry on stage I've arranged funerals and made end-of-life decisions. I've touched an Arctic wolf and pet a red fox and talked to a coyote at length on a California mountaintop at night with stars twinkling down upon us. I have had squirrels come and speak to me and a bird land next to me and eat. I have spent a week with a butterfly, sometimes on my finger and sometimes on the butterfly bush and played for hours with baby bunnies that couldn't see over the tall grass. They were so wee. I've shot guns and aimed well, hitting the mark, and shot arrows and done carpentry. I've done some great stick welding and changed my oil and brakes, and I've, I've been on fire. Literally, like, on fire. Body part, on fire. <laughs> Spent some time in the in the burn care unit. I've picked blueberries on a blueberry farm so long, so many days that all I could see when I closed my eyes at night was blueberries. <laughs> I watched a million fireflies light up the Cumberland Mountains sleeping outside underneath the stars. I've danced on a table with my ex-boyfriend's mother and got down in jams and concerts and small intimate shows and giant stadium shows. I am the reason why when my favorite bands started putting a song into their lineup and I have had men write poetry about me. I gave a guy a kiss one night after viewing Andromeda Galaxy that made him harmlessly stalk me for eight years. <laughs> I've broken some amazing men's hearts and had the wildest, funnest friendships. I've literally talked nonstop to a friend and showered and eaten and all the things for three days straight because we couldn't stop talking. 
I've made several recipes of my own creation and developed a product called Pain Relief Honey. Well, it's called Relief Honey, but it's for pain. And I sold that and got it out there into the world, doing five farmer's markets a week. Okay, so maybe five businesses. (laughs) I've talked my way out of trouble and deeper into it both. I've made things happen that should not have been possible. I've grown lavender where lavender does not grow. I've comforted sad people and cared for those when they had no one else. I've been direct to people even when it made them leave me because I spoke my truth. I've spoken my truth against odds and damnation and screaming and negative portrayal and demonization. I fought for those that could not speak for themselves. I've called Child Protective Services on a mother when it was needed, even though others could have disowned me or, or walked out of my life. I spoke up and out for animals and made people mad at me or hate me for doing so. And I have fought and clawed and tried and worked and loved at relationships my whole life to create loving relationships and soulmate relationships and partnerships and collaboration and soul family and tribe. Even when it made me vulnerable and revealing and open and exposed all the hurts and rejection and judgments and all of that. I've kicked people out of my life that were not right for me and harmful. My list, my list of experiences is so much longer than this. Make your list. Begin to list. Keep a running list. Begin to list all the things that you've experienced and accomplished and done and stood up for and fought for and list all your adventures and triumphs, triumphs and glorious defeats. List them all. You want to build this list. This will do a few things. You will begin to realize that you have done so much more than you thought. And all that experience is really useful and valuable and is what you combine with your knowledge to serve humanity and your soulpreneurship. Add to it as you remember things. Start to see the amazing life you have lived and also see where you have not been adventurous and have held back for fear. See where you need to go out into life and live it, do it, be it, don't hold back. Swim in the sea, drive up the mountain, take the trip, stop coming up with reasons why not and say yes to everything you can go experience in life. You are not too tired. We are meant to live 240 years. This is not a joke. Science has long since proved that our telomeres show that 140 years is minimum life expectancy, but our bodies respond to what we believe in and the culture narrative is this spell about age to population control, to control humanity, to keep us frail and weak and thinking we're so susceptible and fragile and weak and scared of everything, scared of fields and air and land and water and touching doors and talking to people and hugging and everything. What narratives about life are you buying into? that are keeping you repressed and regressed and stuck and down. We have to deprogram every program. First, we need to identify them, and then we need to go in and start wiggling them like a tooth to loosen their grip on our consciousness and our soul psyche. Wisdom is what works. Wisdom is experience plus knowledge and humility plus discernment and intuition coupled with compassion and love. Wisdom is the payment 
for passage through the pain, loss, and challenge, the difficulties, and all the crazy-ass, amazing experiences that may not have seemed so great at the time. But when you look back and you tell the story now, you realize what an adventure you experienced. It's the stuff of books, right? Don't discount your experiences. Get the crystals out out of those experiences. Get the jewels out of those experiences. Get the gold out of there, the gifts. Retrieve what you deserve from everything you've done in your life. This life is not what we were taught as children that it is. It is a grand experience. It is an exploration and a discovery and a perilous, crazy journey that risks the dark. It risks heartbreak and keeps going. Called forward by love and unwavering inner fire that is quenchless and curious. It is time to live, not hold back. Not be reserved and cautious and safe, but but intuitive and trusting your own capabilities not braced for the bad, but secure in your ability to respond to challenge as it occurs. To respond and believe in the good. Intuitively knowing whatever you need to know in the moment you need to know it. Wisdom is actionable, compassionate, seeing the smallest detail while understanding the greatest whole. Make your list. See the beauty in your life and value your experiences because they are your wisdom that you are here to teach the world, to heal the world with. It's the medicine that you bring. It's, it's your gold. It's your money. It's your wealth. And so much of it's hard won to not use that wealth for what it is and to understand it for what it really is. All right, y'all. I'm sending you so much love and I'll talk to you in the next episode. I didn't have role models or examples of the divine feminine journey of it being something more than just spiritual business, but something much bigger. My soulpreneurship, my soul mission. I knew it was here for something important. I knew I was fearless and powerful, and yet all of these karmic fears and insecurities were holding me back from speaking my voice and being out in the world. And like God is coaching, we jailbreak your soul from the conditioning and traps of the fear of this 3D world, unlocking your sacred feminine genius. Step into your power, goddess. You know you are meant for big things. Now is the time. To book a free goddess call, go to thegoddessastrologer.com. Together, we are the light goddess, moving humanity out of fear and into love consciousness. Now, if there is someone in your life that you can think of right now that would benefit from this episode, go ahead and share it with them right now. You can either text them or take a screenshot and send it to them. You can post it on your social media. Do whatever you have to to get them to listen to this inspiring podcast. And until next time, remember to bring more love, feed your light, and transform through the darkness.